0: Christ the Lord already reigns through the church, but all the things of this world are not yet subjected to him. The triumph of Christ's kingdom will not come about without one last assault by the powers of evil. And some people wonder if we're in that place now, if there's this last assault, when everything is being turned upside down, or when what is good is called evil, what is evil is being called good. I'm going to read it again. Christ the Lord already reigns through the church, but all the things of this world are not yet subjected to him. The triumph of Christ's kingdom will not come about without one last assault by the powers of evil. Uh, on, judgment, on judgment day, at the end of the world, Christ will come in glory to achieve the definitive triumph of good over evil. Which, like the wheat and the tares, have grown up together in the course of history. It's just so interesting how you you walk down the world and you you can sense as some people such goodness and the presence of the Lord, and then there's others that you can just sense something's not right. And uh, we're growing up in the midst of that uh, wheat and the weeds, uh, side by side. And we pray, you know, we pray for for the world that people. <laughs> he probably wants to go down to the beach with me this morning. Uh, or maybe, uh, yeah, we, sometimes he takes his laptop down and I take my laptop down and we go and we work together. So on Judgment Day at the end of the world, Christ will come in glory, in glory. Can you imagine all those who, who uh, call good evil and evil good are going to be pretty much in for a rude awakening? And they will, their will, will will be done. They, they rejected God. And Jesus said, Jesus said these things. If you're unfaithful, lo, I am always faithful. So when we blow it, God is there to, to draw us back to him and to forgive him. But then he says these words. If you deny me, which is what these evildoers are doing. If you deny me, I will deny you for I cannot deny myself. So for all those who are living their godless uh, agendas, selfishness, and uh, uh, are rejecting God, God will let them do that, because He gives them the dignity of their free will. When He comes, when He comes at the end of time to judge the living and the dead, the glorious Christ will reveal the secret disposition of hearts, and will render to each man according to his works. And according to his acceptance or refusal of grace so there's two things here you'll be judged according to your works and according to the acceptance or refusal of grace there's a hair a heresy uh, out there that's just so devilish and so destructive uh, called once saved always saved uh, martin luther basically purported that he uh, so much believed in it that he took the book of james out of the bible the only, you know, they'll say it's it's by faith alone that you are saved. The only place in the Bible where the word faith alone appears is in the book of James, where it says, it is not by faith alone, but by works also. In other words, there should be a, a, tran, a, a transforming faith, an obedient faith, so that not only do we, God, work salvation in, he, we also work out ourselves, we work... God, As God works grace in and works his salvation into our lives, we work out our salvation in fear and trembling, as Paul says. So we need both. We need faith and we need to see fruit. Now we're moving into chapter 3 of the profession of faith of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity. Remember, God is one. Hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one God. Uh, But there's one God with three persons, three persons sharing that one nature of God. The Father eternally begot the Son. The Father loves the Son, and the Son loves the Father. And that's why we say that the Holy Spirit, which the early church fathers said, was that procession of love between the Father and the Son. No one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Uh, I've been to Israel and it was such a delight uh, to hear the little children say, Abba, Abba, the little kids uh, trying to get their daddy's attention. That's the, the, the intimacy, the level of intimacy that Jesus had with His Father and He has for us too. This knowledge of faith is possible only in the Holy Spirit. To be in touch with Christ, we must first have been touched by the Holy Spirit. He comes to meet us and kindles faith in us by the virtues of our baptism, served the very first sacrament of the faith. The Holy Spirit of the Church communicates to us intimately and personally the life that originates in the Father and is offered to us in the Son. So, what's interesting here is that grace comes by the Holy Spirit, but through the, but through baptism. In other words, through the Church. Um, the faith that you have has been passed down from the apostles it's not like you woke up and suddenly knew who jesus was It was passed down and jesus uh especially loves the material world you know he created the material world and when he uh, was when he was baptized the early church father said that he was safe to find the waters for our own baptism so that we also could enter in Uh, into that word baptism can mean like when a woman takes a piece of cloth and puts it in to dye and brings it out and it's a different color that's that's that immersion into the love of the lord until tomorrow in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen by the way go to deepadventure.com and join the mama bears or join or join the the new non-Facebook Man Cave, and the School of Manliness. Aloha.